Hello again, and welcome to the 13th episode of the Old Code Podcast. I am your host, temporarily going under the prof- the moniker of The Professor. We'll see how long that sticks, and we'll even see if people like it, but I'm your host. Today we're talking about virtue and excellence. Today's our more application, encouragement, exhortation episode, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter. But yeah, so let's get into it. Today we're talking about virtue and excellence, and I think I'll try to front it with the Cliff's Notes so that you can at least walk away with something with direct application. Um... I'm going to quote Aristotle in a little bit, but I want to I want to clarify that I'm going to use terminology differently than how he does, but I'm going to define for you virtue and excellence going back to the transcendentals that I mentioned, goodness is acting in what ought to be or when something is acting as it ought to be. Um, So I'm going to say that excellence is goodness of skill or conduct. It's when you excel at something. And then virtue is goodness of character. I'll say that again. Excellence is goodness of conduct. Virtue is goodness of character. Now I'm I'm distinguishing <clears throat> I'm distinguishing conduct from character in the sense of conduct is what you do and character is who you are. So to be excellent in a given field you must be good at it. Um And obviously there are some who are more excellent at some things in the same way there are people who are more good at something. I think the grammatically correct way of saying that is better, but I'm going to say more good because I like the terminology of goodness. So if I want to be excellent in the way I do my job, I must first know the requirements of my job and then fulfill them as I am fulfilling what ought to be done. Now, I will take this one step further and I had this described for me by, I believe he was an old Air Force colonel. Uh, He has since retired, but... I'm going to define the distinction between excellence and virtue as being unselfish versus selfless. So being unselfish and selfless look virtually identical to one another from the outside. But being unselfish is an act while selfless is an attitude or a virtuous state of the individual. So I can be excellent in my job, 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that I am being virtuous in it. Just because I am excelling, being excellent in a particular field doesn't necessarily mean that I am being virtuous in it. And I'm going to define virtue of character by the fruits of the spirit. Am I being patient? Am I being kind? Am I being long-suffering? Am I being loving? All of the fruits of the spirit. And then the particularities of goodness. Because these are the fruits of the spirit are then general. And then you have the particularities of the genders being applied to that goodness in virtue. So as a man, I'm not just called to be patient and, and kind and long-suffering. I'm also called to be strong. And that's not to say that women aren't called to be strong, but men are called to be strong in a more particular sense. Men are called to be leaders. We're called to be... I'm trying to think of a better, of another word for it, but we are called to be leaders and we're called to be the ones who bear the weight of things. In effect, we're, we're pack mules. We're, uh, we're beasts of burden. And so in that, we're meant to be strong. We're meant to be bold. We're meant to be brave. We're meant to be other B words, I'm sure. <laughs> but really, I want to say that one of the first things we can start working on is know where you are and what you are called to be doing. And so I'm going to read the Aristotle quote so that we can move on from there. And this is from his Nicomachean Ethics. I don't have a page or a paragraph number for you right now. I actually just found I, I needed to find the quote. And so I will see if I can locate that for you. But excellence is an art won by training and habituation. We do not act rightly because we have virtue or excellence, but rather we have those things because we have acted rightly. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So one of the big things that Aristotle is talking about in this is understanding that you don't reach a state of excellence and then plateau. Like I have become an excellent person, but rather if you are to remain excellent, you must continue practicing and being those things which have made you excellent. So I will say that I don't think that you are called to be excellent at all things at all times. <clears throat> when I go into the gym, if I want to be excellent, I have to work as hard as I possibly can physically. Um, I have to push to failure when I'm lifting weights. I have to run as long as I can when I am doing cardio or something like that. But when I come home, excellence looks differently. It means that I 
am not <laughs> lifting up the heaviest thing that I possibly can. So, or, or running as fast or as long as I possibly can. Excellence when I come home means trying to pick up after myself and making sure that my wife isn't dealing with a big toddler. Excellence when I come home means doing what I need to do diligently, whether that is something around the home or my own personal studies or figuring out what to do, what I have left to do. Excellence looks different from whatever context or by what context you are situated in. And again, I, I think it's worth clarifying that excellence is always something that you are striving for. It's not just something that's a one and done situation. It's the repeated act of doing the things goodly. When you do the thing good, you are achieving excellence. And when you are striving for that to do the thing good, then you are then being, you are working towards being excellent at the thing. To be excellent is simply to excel in goodness of the thing. So I'm sure that you've known a decent mechanic versus an excellent mechanic. You've known a bad mechanic versus an excellent mechanic. And we can put these things on that gradation of goodness where a bad mechanic is a bad mechanic because they're either ripping you off or they're not doing a good job. Ultimately, either they're failing at their job or they are effectively being a scam artist and doing they're charging more than what the the work is worth. That's a that's not excellent. Now, I think I've I've talked enough about excellence in this context, and I hope you understand. I'm going to summarize it again. Excellence is goodness in relation to the thing that you are within the context of. Virtue, on the other hand, virtue is something which is always applicable. Virtue is goodness which is always applicable because it is a state of your character. Virtue is going to be the means by which you understand, okay, this is a situation where, or virtue is the state in which you understand, I need to be wise in this situation. To be virtuous is to know that you must be patient, it mu you must be wise, you must endure. Virtue is also the means by which you know when it is time to be bold and when it is time to be quiet. To be virtuous is to know when you must be kind and when you must be resolute. All of these things, they amount to a state of character. And I think that we've lost excellence and virtue and it's kind of wrapped up, virtue and excellence can kind of be wrapped up in the idea of honor. Inherently carry a state of honor about you. 
but there's also honor which people are owed. It's not just respect, it is due regard. And so when we are living our lives, we want to make sure and understand, are we living our lives in such a way that reflects virtue and excellence? And when we do that, we are living an honorable and noble life. When we fulfill our roles and when we are virtuous in character, that is an honorable and a noble life. And again, virtue, uh, and again, excellence, I should, sorry, I should say excellence, takes on many different forms. I think that every person owes a debt to at least try for physical excellence. Going off of the philosophy episode, we all owe a debt to attain some sort of mental excellence. And that doesn't mean that we are excelling beyond others. It means that we are striving to the best of our ability. And that is uh, kind of pushing back against the our view of other humans in the way we view economy. Not everyone is competition, but we ought to be striving more today than we were yesterday. Competition can be a good thing, certainly, but our chief competition should be between us today and who we were yesterday and who we will be tomorrow. So in all things, strive for excellence, strive for virtue, Try to live a noble and honorable life in light of that. Because when you strive for the habit of excellence and virtue, you will arrive at that noble and honorable life. And of course, I want to pay due regard to theology proper and recognize that all growth comes from God and that he is the one who will do this work in you. But we have a, a part to play in this. We have a part to play in the pursuit of goodness. And so pursue excellence, pursue virtue. And don't shy away from trying to be excellent in what you are doing. Don't shy away from trying to be the best that you can possibly be. Don't let yourself be conceited and puffed up with pride. But be excellent at whatever you're doing, or at least strive for it. Know what you are doing and try to understand how to pursue it and pursue it better. And on the flip side, when you are doing the thing, make certain you are not just paying lip service and doing the thing out of habit. Make certain that you are doing it virtuously Make certain that you are doing it selflessly. Make certain that you are doing whatever you're doing with kindness or boldness or courage or whatever combination the context demands. Be excellent and be virtuous. That's all I got for you today. Hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And it's been an absolute privilege talking to you. I'm getting really good feedback from people uh, 
If you're listening to this, keep sharing the podcast. Keep letting people know that what we're doing. I'm currently putting together a website and a newsletter for better participation and better resources. Kind of a what I'm reading and what you can be reading. But yeah, that's all I got for you today. Thank you for listening to the Old Code Podcast. I'll catch you next time.